welcome to another 10 Minute Monday. How are you guys? Hope you had a lovely weekend. And today we are talking about one of my favorite things to talk about, messaging and content. Yes, we're doing a strategy episode. It's been a hot minute since I've done an episode on here that is more strategy based rather than mindset based. So we're going to delve in today and talk about my rules and things that I swear by that I include in my messaging and content to instantly upgrade messaging and content to get people actually inside your offers, paying attention, wanting to buy from you. This shit works. Okay. This shit works. I have people quite often sign up to work with me for intensives to specifically work on their content and their messaging. And I think I've only ever had one client. I believe that's right. One client who hasn't really needed any help with their messaging. They knew exactly who they were speaking to. Their content was really resonating with their ideal client. So they kind of had it down, but that is literally one person out of many, many people that I've worked with. So that tells me that content and messaging is something that a lot of people struggle with, whether they know it or not. And they might not be aware that the reason why people are buying from them is actually because of their content. That's just not compelling enough. It's not clear enough. So I'm going to walk you through four rules that I swear by and that I strongly, strongly encourage that you try to instantly elevate your content. So the first one that I'm going to talk about is to, it's really basic, but it works. Simplify your messaging by talking about only one pain point and one core desire per piece of content. This is especially when you are starting up in getting better at your content. That was a terrible sentence. When you're actually improving your content and messaging, you can start to deviate from this slightly when you're a content and messaging whiz. But when you are someone that you're like, right, my content isn't clear enough. Clearly something's not landing with my ideal clients. The best way to simplify is to stick to one pain point and one core desire per piece of content. So for example, if you are a PT, and you, and one of your client's main pain points is that they are really, really insecure about how they look and how they feel. They just feel like shit. And it's stopping them from getting to the gym because they're really self-conscious. So just create a piece of content around that and do not start talking about all their other problems. Okay. So start talking about the fact that they struggle with their diet. And that they struggle with accountability. Like, that's not what we want to do. We want to just focus on that one pain point and really delve into that and what that looks like and how they feel about themselves and how this manifests in their life. So is it that they feel so insecure about the way about their body and how they look that their partner hasn't seen them naked in ages? or that they go shopping and they avoid looking in the mirrors, or they're just in and out really quickly. They just shop online. Nothing seems to fit. They end up returning everything. What does this actually look like for them? So paint that picture, aggravate that pain point a little bit, make your ideal client be like, yep, that's me. I feel seen. And then when you've done that, then talk about the core desire. How do they want to feel? What do they want their life to look like? How do they want to view themselves and view their body? And how are you going to be the person that's going to do that for them? So Rule number one, one pain point and one core desire. This just clarifies things and makes things so much more simple. And people will see your content and be like, oh, I really get what they're selling. I really get how they can help me. Number two, describe their problem 
rather than label their problem. What I mean by this, instead of saying something like, you want to lose the weight, okay, so that would be that would be labeling the problem. You want to actually describe the problem and what this looks like. Again, how is this impacting their day-to-day? How is this making them feel? How do they want to look and feel? And what kind of guidance and support are they seeking? So this might be saying, and there's nothing wrong with, by the way, labeling the problem, but I do recommend I do recommend describing it first. So you might say something like, if this person is struggling with weight loss, that they've tried every diet under the sun and their weight just keeps going up and down and up and down. They can't seem to just keep the weight off. Or they have a skinny pair of jeans in their closet that they have been keeping there for years and they're torturing themselves with it, but they can't throw it out because they want to get back to that weight. So describe what it looks like for them. Be really specific about the tangible examples. Think of clients that you've had and their behaviors and their thoughts and their feelings and what they end up doing, how having this problem actually affects them day to day. So describing the problem first and then labeling it. So you might say all of these things, you know, you've got this pair of jeans in the, in the, in your wardrobe that you can't, you can't fit into. You wanted to fit into it for ages. You keep torturing yourself with it. You step on the scales and you're so disappointed despite doing all of the things, you know, exercising and eating well and restricting your calorie intake. You stay the same weight or even worse, you're put on putting on weight, whatever. Okay. So you're really describing their problem. And then you go, you want to lose that weight in a healthy, sustainable way and keep it off. So you're telling them what they want. And then you're going to go into explaining to them why and how you're the person that's going to do that for them. So describe the problem, then label the problem. So much more specific. Then I would recommend including one of the big three. So this is exclusivity, urgency, and scarcity. You don't need to include all three at once. I'd probably recommend not including all three at once. And you definitely don't want to lie about this. You want to make sure that you're always in integrity, telling the truth to your audience and that you're not doing anything that's not above board, right? So what I mean by inclusivity, scarcity and urgency is saying something like there's only three spots left for this month. I'm taking on two more people or whatever. Prices go up after this amount of time. You've got X number of days to jump in and claim your free bonus of blah, 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 blah. And exclusivity is all about creating a sense of community. Come and join us. We know you want to come and join the community of people that are losing weight sustainably. Come and, you know, be like Steve, who's achieved X, Y, and Z. That's creating exclusivity. That's creating a sense of community. And people are more likely to have that sense of curiosity when they see other people jumping inside something, where they see behind the curtain of what it's actually like to work with you. Okay. And number four of what you can do to instantly elevate your messaging is to stop speaking to the quote unquote broken person. Start speaking to the empowered buyer. It's very easy to only talk about pain points. And although I'm never going to shit on pain points because I think they are a very necessary part of marketing and sales and fine, you don't need to use pain points, but you'll make less sales. This is just a fact of the matter of how it is. You can also speak to an empowered buyer because if you're not mentioning, first up, let me just go on a little tangent. If you're not mentioning pain points, you're not highlighting the problems that you solve. 
And that's all pain points are, highlighting problems that your ideal client is experiencing that you solve. However, if you are constantly speaking to a client that is always struggling, afraid to take action, afraid to invest, afraid to implement, afraid, 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 you're going to have a very hard time converting your audience because you're constantly speaking to the person that needs convincing. We are not here to convince anybody to work with us. We're here to empower people to take the action and buy from us if they feel ready, if they want that change, because that's just going to be a better experience for you and a better experience for your ideal client as well. So instead of speaking to someone who's really struggling, say say you're like me and, you're, and you do a business coach, uh, business coaching or marketing coaching or something like that, and you keep speaking to the person who's never landed a client before, fine. Maybe that's who you want to work with. Or maybe you're not wanting to work with that person anymore. And maybe you're wanting to work with someone who's wanting to go from five to 10 K months, for example, make sure that in your messaging and in your content, you're not using pain points that won't appeal to the person who is experiencing issues at the 5 K mark, but they're wanting to get to the 10 K mark. Those people are going to have pain points but they're not going to be the same pain points that the person who is struggling to even land a client is struggling with. So every time you create a piece of content, make sure that you audit it in your mind and you're like, is this speaking to the person who I truly want to work with? Not the people who have worked with you currently or have worked with you in the past, the people who you want to work with. So make sure you go through that little list inside your mind. Ask yourself that question anytime you go to put out a piece of content, anytime you go to write a piece of content. All right, guys, I hope you found this episode helpful. Thoroughly enjoyed doing a little bit of a strategy sesh with you. If you want to work on your messaging and content, my one-on-one intensives are a great place to start. I will leave a link to that below in the show notes if you're interested in wanting to do that. And I will see you all on Wednesday's episode. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Bye.